From MZ Studios in Dallas, Texas, you're listening to the Tennis Revolution Podcast. Welcome to the Tennis Revolution Podcast. And for some of you, I'll say welcome back, but we're not getting to that yet. <laughs> Corey, you're dedicated. Let me go to you first. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. Glad to Happy have you. Happy to be here, as uh, always. Uh, as always. <laughs> as always. Yes. How short of a memory do I have? But who is back? I'll tell you who's back. Rebecca. Yay. Where are you back from? Nobody cares. <laughs> Hawaii. She's tan. Ah. <laughs> All right, we aren't going to talk about Hawaii. We don't have time. No worries. We have too much to talk about. There's nothing to talk about from Hawaii. Well, we did talk about, well, yeah, we don't want to talk. We want to see the bikini pics. That's all we care about. <laughs> My boyfriend? Yeah, exactly. Speedo. <laughs> um, no, no, no. We, uh, we definitely want to hear about all the, you know, uh, adventures you had in paradise, but. Just not on the air. Right, we're all, we're Just kidding. we're yeah exactly. We're about to go into grass paradise. We are about to go into grass paradise. Also, probably it could be Hawaii, but that's a different story. Um, but uh, yeah, no grass paradise. We've got now. We talked a little bit about Wimbledon last week, which I'm sure you listened to the podcast. <laughs> I did actually. I downloaded it from in Hawaii. Wow, they have internet out there? I know. Who knew? There's the a Hawaiian the listener is there. We figured it out. Aha. <laughs> uh-huh. be- I'm telling you, I don't think it has to do with, I think it's, it doesn't matter. I don't know how it works. <laughs> I was about to tell you how it works right. and I have no idea. <laughs> um, no, we do have uh, Wimbledon coming up and we talked a little bit about that last week, but uh, even though this is going to come out two days in, you know, this halfway through the second day or whatever, uh I do think we're going to talk about Wimbledon again. Now, what we talked about mainly was predictions for the men and mayhem for the women. So we really didn't even get into women's predictions because it's impossible. It is impossible, but I think there are some people we can talk about. I'm changing my men's pick before we go. Oh, my God. I don't even remember who I picked. I think I picked Nadal, but I'm going to go. Well, no, no, no. We picked. I was going to say you probably picked Nadal. No, it was either Federer or the field. And you oh, went well, I'll the, stay with the field. Yeah. And you went with the field, I went with Federer. But I'm going to pick Chilich of the field oh my to God. win. Oh, Lord. So you're going for the Powerball bonus <laughs> yes, ball there. Yes. So, um, no, it's not going to happen. <laughs> it, well, I mean, I, it, it can't happen because I picked Federer. Right. So I, you've got the field, I've got Federer. Who do you have, Federer or the field? Federer. See, I refuse to pick Federer because See, he shouldn't have skipped the French. So I'm boycotting his Wimbledon chances. Well, and he lost again. That's why, I mean, you feel even better about your pick because he got upset by <laughs> Sujaguta or whatever his name is. Um, did I say that wrong? Yeah, probably. She's laughing at me because I don't even know it, you know. So, yeah, so it's Federer the field, and he picked field, and now he's changing his field, but he didn't have to because the other person's still not Federer. <laughs> right. I picked right. Federer, and I'm standing strong. And you, and you're with me. I'm with you. You're with me. My God, I watched. Uh, I was reminded of how pitiful the field is, um, because of course the tennis channel is not showing any tennis. <laughs> no. Well, they're showing tennis, but from 1978. <laughs> they really are. Literally. Yeah. Not they are 78. showing my favorite think, name tournament ever what, though this week. I, what? Boodles. The Boodles. Yes. I know. I I'm like, like where is this place? I, it's in England. I assumed I'm it moving, was. I'm but moving it was just, there. Just where, hilarious. Where else would it be the Boodles right. but England? I'm putting that on my uh, return envelope, so I want to live in the Boodles. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, they are showing a little bit of that, and I don't, I don't even know if they're showing it live. I can't ever. Well, and I don't even think it was no. like an actual tournament, wasn't it? No, no like a, it was a like a competition. Yeah. The same people were like playing, even though they'd lost. They were playing right. the next yeah. day. It was really weird. Round robin or something. Yeah. Who yeah. knows? Um, but they are showing, of course, on BN, and they're they're showing men, men, the men on, are infiltrating BN. Uh, they are. They're wow. taking over. I'm gonna have to call my cable provider. Yeah, something. <laughs> Uh, Gloria Allred, um, <laughs> the patriarchy is taking over on BN. Uh, but yeah, so so live tennis was on BN, but Tennis Channel has really just dropped the ball, no pun intended, and uh, they're just showing Wimbledon highlights from years gone by. Yep. But what I started the, this the, with the first sentence, I said I know why I picked Federer now because the field's pitiful. It is. I watched last year's final. Uh, Raonic versus Murray? I mean, Raonic, it was close, you know, in terms of the numbers. But not in terms of... Each set was close, but there was only three of them. Yeah. You felt like he was never, it was never in doubt. It's probably one of the worst finals of the last five years. It was the worst, closest final. Like, each set was, I mean, it was like 7-6, every, it was like 7-6, 6-4 or something. is, but yet you never thought Raonic was going to win when you were watching it. Right. Yeah. He looked deflated the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. You know why? Nerves? No, because he wears Fila. McEnroe? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. Is Nike, he still not having our Fila, Fila sponsorship anymore. Or New Balance or something. No, it's New Balance. Whatever. It's all the same. It's all the same. <laughs> Asics, who cares? <laughs> now, Asics are good tennis shoes. I, I, I like them, actually. I like the New Balance. I wear New Balance. They are, too. Mm-hmm. They're really good shoes, but uh, who cares? <laughs> They're still not Nike or Adidas or whatever. True. So, yeah. So, that just kind of reminded me, oh, yeah, I'm picking Fetter. That's yeah. right. Even though he didn't win that tournament, he wasn't, you know, whatever. It's Wimbledon. It's different. He's so, hungry. He probably tanked so he could just stay fresh. <laughs> I, I think when he played Tommy Haas, he was giving him, you know, and I don't know. Just throwing a bone, yeah. saying, here, buddy. Here, buddy. This is your last tournament. Yeah. Let's make it a good one. Yeah. So. We were trying to figure out when's the last time Federer lost someone older than him. Uh, I had to, I can't remember. Right. Now, who knows? Is there anybody older than him? I don't know. <laughs> not not many. There's right. Karlovich. No. Who knows? Uh, he might be. Is. I don't know. Karlovich is like 39. Oh, good Lord. And Tommy Haas is 39. There's a few that are. Yeah. Maybe like Benito. Although right. Benito is like probably three years um, younger than him or something. Feliciano is 35. There's yeah. a few in the tournament. Yeah. All right. So in honor of Rebecca being back and having a female presence on the pod, <laughs> I thought that we might go back and maybe have a discussion about the women besides just saying, ah, it's mayhem. I'm out. I like mayhem. Now, now we did talk some women's nonsense last week with a little Title IX action, huh? Happy birthday, Title IX. Um, <laughs> you listen. See, how she looked uh-huh, at me blankly. See, I'm, re- I'm doubting her story now. Just because I downloaded it. <laughs> I would never. That's the most important, the download. As a matter of fact, I'm actually a little pissed off that you listened while you're in Hawaii, for Pete's sake. It was Why at would the you airport. All right, that's fair. Born, there's nothing more, yeah. Um... But I thought about a different way to do it. A different way to talk about women's tennis. Okay. Silently. No. (laughs) No. So, have you guys heard of UTR? Universal Tennis Rating. Oh, we were just talking Uh, about this the other day, actually. It's a new system. New-ish. Yeah. So, it's the Universal Tennis Rating. Right. Universal Tennis Rating. It started in the Mid-Atlantic in Virginia, actually. Mm -hmm. There's a guy in Virginia and had some other people involved. And basically what it is, is it's a 1 to 16 scale. 1 being the lowest. And it goes out to the 100th 
decimal place, so 16.50 is the highest. Uh, maybe 4.9, I don't know. Maybe they don't want to round up. I don't know exactly. <laughs> but you've got the 100th decimal place, so somebody could be a 12.52 or right. whatever. That was for our non-math. Like, Corey's <laughs> looking at me like, decimal place, what? So, and basically, instead of a, a ranking where this person's better than that person, um, you know, you're ranked higher because of some, you know, a secret unknown right. formula. We substitute it with another secret unknown <laughs> formula by the UTR, and it's a rating system. So now you're just concerned with where your rating is, uh, whether it's going up or down, and how you do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a wider range, meaning theoretically it should be more accurate. When it should be more accurate. Zero to, zero to seven, that's... Right. You know. should, should be the NTRP is what you're talking mm-hmm. about. So it should be more accurate. Uh, and apparently they think that their algorithm, hey, um, is superior to anything else in, in the universe. Um, and I don't know if that's true. We'll find out. But um, but one of the key factors in terms of your uh, how your UTR is affected when you play matches is, is what's called a competitive match. So if you play somebody above you and lose, if you get at least seven games, it doesn't hurt you. Okay. As much, right. or or really, you can go up from playing a competitive match against somebody better. Right. Just like if somebody below you gets seven games, that can hurt you. So, um, so that's how it kind of works. So, so from the junior standpoint, that's kind of where they started testing it. You know, doing junior matches and seeing you know how these results were affected and and all that. And they just early on saw a lot of success in terms of predicting who would do well who would beat who based on on utr and then it's since expanded it's well into college now the pros obviously they they who you know everybody's going to kind of put their thing on the pros because that's the thing everybody wants to see but so do you use it as a recruiter um i use it as one of the tools uh, just to give me a ballpark right i mean if you're a four so to give you an example uh like i said 16.5 O is the highest possible. One point zero zero is the lowest. So, yeah, I'll I'll look at that, and if it's you know if it's eight points lower than my roster, right? Then I'm I know that okay, they're probably not you know quite to the level we need, or if they're way above it, I'm like, yeah. Eh, well, yeah, they may, <laughs> might want to go somewhere else. Um, I'll take them, but they they probably have other options. So, with that being said, I thought I got an idea. Since we have no idea what's going to happen on the women's side. I mean, none. <laughs> Let's use the UTR and make all our predictions, or all my predictions, I wouldn't make you do this, based on UTR and see what happens. So not only is it a good way to pick this tournament without having to do anything, <laughs> and also not have anybody but UTR to blame instead of myself. because yeah, it's not subjective. Yeah, I didn't... If I get it right, I'm a genius. If I get it wrong, I don't know what you're talking about. The UTR is flawed. Uh, but, yeah, we get to see and test the UTR and see what they're working with because it might be the best thing ever and it might be 100% accurate. I will say in some tournaments I've run that they've done seeding based on UTR and with a 128 men's draw, which is mostly college players, and a 64 women's draw, again, mostly college players, um, the seeding held, at least for the first two rounds, almost 100%. Almost. Um, now, I didn't go to see if every UTR beat every UTR, but right. the seedings obviously mean you're – I seeded based completely on UTR. The top 32 seeds in the 128 draw, 
they were you know the one through thirty two best UTRs, yeah. and then they played you know lower. So, well, so I, there's no rating system that's going to be perfect. There's other factors that come into tennis every day. Well, actually, it's funny you say that. Out of out of a sixty four draw on the women, three of the seeds were out by the second round. So yeah. going into the third round, we were missing three three of the seeds. Right. Every other yeah. one. One of them was an injury. That's, yeah, exactly. So really, we're missing. We were missing two. Yeah. And on the men's side, it was similar with the one twenty eight. So, so I so I've seen cases where it's pretty accurate. I've also seen cases where it's a little off. Right. Or I've heard people say it's way more off, but usually that's their kid. Well, my his YouTube should be higher. <laughs> of course. So, with that being said, shall we? Yeah, well, I'm excited to hear. I just looked up mine. Oh no. <laughs> so. All right. We already knew you're 16.5. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody else is lower. Right. All right. So so going through the draw, what I did was I just looked. This is the intense effort I put forth <laughs> for this podcast, by the way, just so you know. <laughs> so if you people out there aren't telling your friends about this, then I, you're dead to me. <laughs> All right. So I went through and basically just put the UTR by every single player. And then I went on the tennischannel.com, the racket bracket challenge. Mm-hmm. I got that right for once. <laughs> And I just basically, I'm going to win a billion dollars. Is that what's up for stakes here for the women's? <laughs> I think that's NCAA. Oh, so I get nothing, nothing. Which, which would be harder, predicting this or predicting or NCAA? This. This, because <laughs> there's 128. Right. Yeah. So, and it's the women's draw. And it's the women's draw. Um, yeah, and, and yeah, it's an individual sport, so it, that's always harder to predict. All right, so some key tidbits. I won't tell you who my winner is. Or do you want me to start with my winner because nobody cares? About the rest of these. No, you got to build the drama. Key, key tidbits. All right. So Angelique Kerber is the one. She's the one seed. Number one. And so she, if we're going straight by rankings, draws over, she's the winner. Right. So obviously this is going to be different. Yeah. Because she different. is not, she did not win in my bracket. And then the, the racket bracket challenge, she is not the winner. As a matter of fact, I don't even think she's in the top five on UTR. I don't think she makes it past the well, third round. Yeah, we don't. None of us do. All right. So in her in her quarter, which goes from one to thirty two, and on the thirty second line, you've got Svetlana Kuznetsova, who's the seven seed. Kuzi. Right. So already, she I've got her not even making it out of her quarter. Yeah. And Kuznetsov is a twelve point nine five to Angelique Kerber's twelve point eight five. So that's point one zero. Higher. Better. Right. So now here's the thing. How close is close? You know, is 12.85 going to beat a 12.84 or is that a 6776? You know, so we're going to find out because I don't know. I've never done this much effort really for for, anything. For anything. That was, you you beat (laughs) me to it. I was about to say something else and then I thought to myself, (laughs) yeah, nothing. Um, So in that first quarter, you've got Kuznetsova uh, winning. All getting out to that uh, the quarter, uh, and she actually ends up. Oh, you know, uh, here's the other one. Radwanska actually uh-huh. is the same UTR. They're both twelve point nine five, and I flipped a coin. <laughs> I didn't know what else to do. I didn't yeah. know what else to do. I just winged it. Uh, so I actually, I have Aggie coming out. Well, so what I wonder for this okay. with this rating is, okay. does it? How far back does it go? Is it the last year? The last six months? I assume we it's don't know every the match ever. Okay, so it's career it's, results. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like yeah, twelve months ago it doesn't drop off okay. like their like their rate ranking. So that would probably explain why Kerber's not 
number one, if it's not just the last year. Right. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, who knows? Really, to answer your question is, I don't know. <laughs> All right, so now you go to that, down to the next quarter, 33 through 64. So you got the three seed, Pliskova, Carolina. She's a 12.97. Oh, but wait a minute. She ends up losing in the third round to the 16 seed, who's a 12.99. Now don't don't get caught up. (laughs) Rebecca just made a face. What? The seeds don't matter. It's all about the UTR. I didn't say this is real. I just said this is what the UTR (laughs) says. Okay. So uh, Pavlyachenkova, ooh, close, 12.99. So she comes out in the top half of that quarter, and guess who comes out in the bottom? The five seed, Wozniacki, at mm. a whopping, wait for it, a whopping a 13.17. Wow. 13.17. Does this factor in looks? <laughs> She's pretty fit. Uh, and does it factor in painted on bikini pictures? <laughs> She's pretty well, fit. Well, like you said, back to your career, she was number one for a long time. Yep. I wonder if that does factor in. I don't know. Good question. Right, but, but it doesn't matter because... Every time she loses, True. it, it yeah, brings it down. Right. So it's current. Because she's lost a lot since it's then. It's current. Yeah. Right. So no matter what, it's still, it's like a GPA. Yeah. You know? Right. Um, so, all right. So now we so now we go to the bottom half. Okay. All right. The eight seed at the top of that at line 65 is Sybil Kova. She's a 12.78. But guess what? I got good news, people. Oh, boy. The 17 seed. Madison Keys, 12.97. She comes out. There you go. Love Madison. Yeah, she comes out on the top half of that quarter. Awesome. Well, and that kind of makes sense because she's not, that's really a low ranking for her. But she doesn't make it past Fidelina, who's a 13.02. So that's who's going to get out to the Quattas. Then on the bottom, you've got 13.09 is Kanta. Mm-hmm. And then Holop is a 12.95. She doesn't get out of the second round, according to this crazy <laughs> UTR. <laughs> She loses to an unseated player. <laughs> Just listen to me. Wow. Uh, hey, it's UTR. Don't wow me. No. I didn't do it. Sam already. As if it's ridiculous for a top women's seed to lose. Well, that round. too. That's, yeah, everybody's mad what at we, me. Everybody's mad like, at me. Like, yeah. Oh, man. We haven't had a one be... seed win a tournament in 68 years except for Serena. <laughs> man, All right. What so, a shock. So, Hala is a 12.95, and she supposedly loses in the third round, actually, to. Vandrasova, Marquetta Vandrasova wow. from the Czech, who's a 13.02. Who does she know at UTR? Wow. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but Conta comes out with the mighty 13.09. And then, the, that's it. I mean, Wozniacki is the highest UTR in this whole doggone thing. So I've got her winning it. I know. I know. <laughs> I was shocked, too. You're looking at me. You're supposed to talk. It's radio. <laughs> and looking doesn't Well, stare. the only thing about this is it's not factoring in. Surface, it is. Surface. It factors in everything. Surface, the UTR injuries. is real. <laughs> well, UTR is the truth. Yeah, it doesn't, we'll find it out. doesn't change anything for surface, so that's the only thing. But women's, that doesn't seem to make that much that difference in results either. Yeah. No. But I, I seem to remember you predicting Wozniacki. I did. So Wozniacki, she's a 13.17. She's on the top half. Mm-hmm. And then on the bottom half, with the next best UTR, a 13.15. Who could that be? Serena? Mm, no. no. Venus? No. Hmm. Svetlina? Muguruza. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't say how many feet tall she was. <laughs> Kvitova. 
13. Oh, there you go. Oh, there's my girl. So I've got Kvitova losing to uh, Wozniacki in the finals. 13.17 versus a 13 point. Now, that's where we get to the, is 0.02 that right. big of a difference? Will it matter? So if we have Kvitova beating Wozniak in the finals, I'm still a genius. <laughs> well, I'd be curious, too, if that happened, if they that, played, and then you look it up after, yeah. their ratings well, I think, change, I, I think, assume. I would you know, love to see that final, though. That would be a great match. Yeah, yeah we've got two weeks. To find out how out of all of these, how many they get right? Yeah. <laughs> Again, I'm shifting blame. They get right. <laughs> I'm shifting blame already, and, and and I'll let you know as we get into the quarters if they're all still around and I got them all right, then I'll start changing it to me instead of <laughs> they. No, so I think it's a pretty interesting, you know, uh, you know, situation using the UTR. Like I said, we use it in college. It's used a lot in juniors. Mm-hmm. They have it for you know the pros, but the pros don't care about it. Right. But. Um, yeah, I don't think the pros are sitting, man, i got to get my rating up. I don't know. 13. Listen, if I was top 50 in the world, I'd be making side bets with other players that my UTR is going to be <laughs> higher than those by next month. Yeah, why not? Well, it's like we joke about the new USTA players that come out, and I'm a 6-0, and I'm like, someone who's a 6-0 doesn't need to say they're a 6-0. Right, yeah. they just go play. Yeah. Yeah. They want so I'm play, sure it's the same so. with this. I don't think Federer is sitting at the computer trying to build his UTR. Well, I would say in this era, without Serena in this tournament, I would say this is the potentially the new best way i wish we had gambling on tennis in the u.s yeah it's weird it's not taken off here at all mm. it, well because it's not legal but <laughs> well even in vegas and nobody yeah. cares you can't even i've tried to place bets in vegas you can't even do it really right. for right for any tournaments except the majors mm-hmm. right yeah so yeah i think it's pretty interesting we'll see how it works well and when we come back we'll have to uh address the one player who isn't playing and what her amazing utr is who rebecca yeah. yeah, yeah, we just found out. I we'll, did. We'll I looked everybody. it up. It's amazing. <laughs> well, by the way, that's called a tease in the radio business. That was terrible. What <laughs> other player possibly could you mean? Although there were some in the top 100 that weren't in there. I was like, where? I kept. Yeah. I was look. I'd go on the UTR list and find a random player and try to find them on the draw. I, could, I was like, where are they? The oh, greatest tennis player, no qualifications oh, of God. all time. Yeah, please let's start that. <laughs> all right. So in other words, we'll talk about Serena when we come back. <laughs> It's time to join the revolution. Go to our website, tennisrevolutionpodcast.com, to get the latest episodes, email us your questions and comments, or give us show ideas. All right, we're back. We're back for one reason. We were all going to leave, but uh, since Corey brought up uh, Serena and he wanted to know what her UTR was. I haven't forgotten her. Here's the good news. Here, here's the good news for the UTR. According to their calculations, their algorithm, I don't even know what that is. <laughs> I've heard it before. It's a word. She would win the tournament. Yes. So she it doesn't factor in pregnancy and UTR. I, I actually, I actually think she could win the tournament right now. Being seven would you? I, I wouldn't doubt that. Would you add her UTR to her unborn child's UTR? <laughs> <laughs> but it's got to be a negative right now. It starts no. in the negative and no, then no, goes no. up. One one point oh oh is the lowest. That's so the lowest. she's at least. So she's a thirteen. <laughs> so you immediately gain one by yeah. getting pregnant. <laughs> Why not? So she's a thirteen point two nine. Right. So Wozniacki is a thirteen point one seven. Okay. So she is point one two higher. So on paper on computer, on algorithm, she would win the tournament. Right. That's impressive. And that, I mean, I don't think anybody can dispute the fact that she's that far above anybody else. But it, 
Well, okay. I was going to say, but is she? But she is. But is she? But she is. But she does play. She does drop sets. Like in five. Well, that kind of goes back to what you're saying. Being point one two above, you could still lose to one of those people. Yeah. Right. You're not a lot. Yeah. 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 So. Yeah. I don't know. I I think it'll be interesting. I mean, without her, without Serena in the draw, it really is going to give you know because she'll knock. She'll just you know mow down like a tornado going through the draw. Just a swath of right players in her in her wake now at least we're going to see a bunch of different players maybe have a chance to go further and really see how this utr stuff shakes out mm. so um yeah so 13.29 and we'll see if the finals is if the two 13.17s which are a fair amount ahead of a lot of the ladies a lot right. of the ladies are all 12.7s eights and 12.9s yeah. there's a couple 13s and then 13.15 13.17 are the two best so we'll see how much better they are than people that are point one two behind them, you know what I mean. Yeah. So we'll kind of mm-hmm. see that comparison. This is all getting very too, <laughs> confusing. The mathematical too much. podcast. Everybody, bring your calculator next week, please. Well, oh, did I've you confirm one. your Fetter, weeks, Did you say. confirm your Federer pick by using the UTR? Now I did. First of all, this genius idea uh, did not dawn on me until just midweek, whatever. So it was, it was, and you were like, how am I going to predict this women's it was, There's got to be a way. It was pre, it was uh, post pod. So I'd right. already picked Federer. So, uh, I'm just going on blind faith. Yeah. Uh, because, uh, it, I mean, clearly he is the <laughs> player that Best is playing player the worst time. era of <laughs> tennis in the history of the game. All right. So here's Federer's UTR. 16.16. Gosh, is it really that high? Yeah. So 60, I yeah. thought it couldn't go higher than 16. 16.5. 16. Oh, that's right. Or 4.9, I would think, because they, <laughs> they, then they'd have to round right. up to 7. All right, so 16.16. Now, what is Federer ranked right now? 8, I think, or 9. Oh, is it that bad? I thought yeah. he was 4 or 5. Uh, maybe. He I might be. It cha- who knows? It cha- it well, and they did the Wimbledon seating weirdly based maybe on grass court six, results. Yeah. And which which is not weirdly no, fantastic. Well, I think it's smart, but it's just, they're the only ones that do it. That's why yeah. I say weirdly. Right. Weird well, is good. Differently. How right. about differently? How <laughs> dare you call people I like different weird. weird? Be inclusive. <laughs> We're inclusive on this podcast. All right. So Fetter is a 16.6. And he is the three seed? What is he? Yeah, he's, he's definitely top four. Mm-hmm. Well, I can't find it on this computer, so who cares? <laughs> um stupid website they need to get their algorithms right would you like me to look it the up Wimbledon on my website phone? is not that easy to navigate I yeah it's say. really not all right so the the player there's one player ahead of him at the, in the utr but i'm not playing <laughs> <laughs> nice this week true nadal true. nadal is a 16.25 so he oh, is wow. at, yeah so I, he's yep. Point oh nine behind him, so it's even a closer margin than was uh, so he's uh, than Serena from being perfect. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, like, what do they do if somebody his gets hair? A 16.49 I think his minutes. hair is thinning, so yeah. they took some points off for that. Um, and he doesn't wear those clam diggers anymore, so they're a little disappointed. <laughs> what was that all about? Ooh. What I was never, that all I mean, about? Nobody ever got you thought that. I mean, the you clam thought, diggers. You thought the short yeah. shorts of the seventies were bad. I'd go back to those. And then he went to like knee length shorts, which yeah. weren't much better. Yeah. Now they finally got him in a normal I, length. Sorry. I don't know how, just because the girl's in the room now, we go off on fashion. I didn't mean to. <laughs> I didn't bring it up. So Rafa is 16.25. So, unless he pulls out in the first round because him and Federer have a, a conspiracy <laughs> going on, um, UTR has him winning it. Okay. And Federer, you know, is the second best. 
And right on his heels, Dominic Team is mm. a 16.11. Djokovic, a 16.02. How about this? Djokovic and Raonic, both 16.02. What? Andy Murray, 16. Well, based on Djokovic's year, that's kind of surprising. That's yeah, not, surprising. not surprising. Yeah, well, that's true. Yeah. Well, uh, Raonic hasn't had a better, any good, better year either. Yeah. Well, they probably pre- look pretty similar. Yeah. Just crappy losses, whatever. Uh, Andy Murray, 16.00. Mm-hmm. So, and, and oh, <laughs> hold on to yourself. You want to close your eyes when I say this? No. <laughs> Hit the music. Uh, Juan Del Potro, 15.97. Yeah. I bet she's 15.97. <laughs> All right. Well, and the one thing I forgot to ask in the women's, we didn't talk about, what is the range between the number one player in the draw and the worst UTR in the draw? Oh. Look at that. Thinking deep. Look that's at his a, brain. The brain on this. That's an deep, algorithm. Deep thoughts. Oh, that's yeah. an algorithm. So anyway, so th- who cares about the men? They're stupid. <laughs> um, yeah. So it's got Rafa winning. So they're wrong. So already the U- they just need to shut he's the UTR. We need to start something uh, new. The UTR is over. Well, but had we used it in the French, you would have looked like a genius. Mm. I don't know what the UTR was. They in the probably French. went up after the French, obviously. Who, you would yeah. Think. Well, after all the tournaments. Yeah, Federer's right. five right now. By the way. Okay. Okay. Years old. Um, <laughs> but they didn't give him the fifth seed because of the grass court. Yeah. Stuff. Right. So all right. So again, Wozniacki, obviously the highest because I've got her winning it. They have her winning, I should say. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, and then we've got here's, – here's some interesting. If you go through – all right, so qualifying, as most people probably know, is they have a big giant tournament prior to the, the main draw. Yep. And if your ranking is not quite high enough to get directly into the main draw, you have to play a tournament mm-hmm. called a qualifying tournament. And uh, you don't have to win it. They have a certain amount of spots available, and you just have to get to that round where that many are left. And so the qualifier, there's a couple times where the qualifier is ranked higher than the person in the main draw. Mm. Mm. So not that anybody's going to care or remember this, but <laughs> a Belarusian, is that right? Belarusian? Yes. From Belarus. Uh, Sabalenka is a 12.41, and she qualified, and mm. she is going to face uh, a Russian, Irina Kromacheva, something <laughs> like that. My two uh, favorites. Right. And so Irina, <laughs> we'll go with Irina, is 12.15. The qualifier okay. is 12.41. So she's a wow. full entire point behind Wozniacki. Yep. Which is pretty crazy. Yes. Well, a, a point and point two. So, yeah. But the 12.15 is the one that got into the main draw, and then she's going to face the qualifier, who obviously, because of the UTR, I have winning. <laughs> um, but that gives you some idea. A qualifier is that far behind a top player. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it may not be to the decimal 100% accurate, but within ranges, right? you know, it, the better players are better. Mm-hmm. You know, their their numbers are higher. Yeah. So, uh, and then it kind of goes down from there. Uh, we've got a a Chinese player, um, Jin Yun Han. Ah, pretty mm. good. <laughs> Jing Xiao. Um, <laughs> she's a 12... <laughs> She's a 12.9, mm. 12.09. Oh. oh, there you go. 12.09. Uh, and I think that is the lowest. Nope, okay. 12.07. Oh. <laughs> Uh-oh, 12.07. Get a hold of yourself. A wild card. You would think the wild cards would be the lowest because a lot yeah. of them don't really deserve to get in. Yeah. Well, but deserve has got nothing to do with it. <laughs> Privileged. <laughs> right. This is uh, Polo- Polo- Polona Pop- 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 Herkog. 
Herzog. 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 She used to be a top 50 player. H-E-R-Z-O-G. Yeah. From Slovenia. Yes. Herzog. Or Slovakia. I don't know which. It's S-L-O. What am I? (laughs) Slow. Yes. Yes, I am. Oh, nice. Very nice. Where is it? Is there a B-I-T in here? (laughs) I'll give you a C-H. Ooh, Lordy. All right. So um, so that kind of gives you the range. So 13.17 or if Serena... Uh, could keep it in her pants. Um, thirteen point two nine. I didn't mean that. I didn't mean that, Serena, in the best possible way. I didn't mean that. Um, and then the twelve point oh seven out of slow somewhere. Um, so it'll slow be interesting. Down. So she should get the hell beat out of her. Yeah. Right. Right. She she barely got in. I think somebody paid off the umpire or something. So. <laughs> so anyway, so yeah, good question. That is a good, good question. Question. Brilliant. Thank you. I got a lot of those. No, you don't. <laughs> Not at all. But yeah, so thir- I mean, thirteen point two nine. She is. She would absolutely destroy a twelve point right. seven. Yeah. So interesting. So all right. So now here's something you might have missed. I don't know if you're keeping up. Did you hear about the old Johnny Mac and Serena nonsense? Oh yeah. Nonsense? I have my little news Our items that you asked me controversy. to look up. I wish we had a Prince drop right now. I wish I knew how to do that. I really Can you sing Controversy? For, no. Okay. From um, Prince. I don't know what the hell song. I mean, from... Um, uh, so, Johnny Mac, yes. being Johnny Mac, decided to make a comment. But do you know why? That everyone took way the hell out of context, ran with it like the freaking feminist maniacs they are, and... I guess really the only thing I've got to say is, hey, good publicity is any publicity is good publicity for tennis, right? Nobody. That's been that's it's not even forever. that. It's the fact that he has a new book coming out and he's well, trying to promote right. his book. Oh yeah, right. But I mean, for me, how does it? For me, how does it affect me? And it's in hey, no way whatsoever. It's publicity for tennis. Yeah, so, Mike, heard, so people actually talked about tennis on ESPN. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Which is unusual for us. I heard right. them talking about it on NPR. Honestly, they were talking Well, that's where the interview was, I believe, with the NPR person. Mm, I think it was on an NBC show, but I could be mistaken. All right. (laughs) Well, anyway, listen, first of all, so if anybody hasn't heard, John McEnroe was uh, doing an interview, um, and the interviewer asked... From NBCR. For somewhere. (laughs) um, (laughs) They were talking about Serena, and he without hesitation, mm-hmm. said she's the greatest women's tennis player in the history of the game, which I think you probably got that opinion from right here on this podcast because we have said that I don't know how many times, right? right? Yes. So we have said that. Some, so a few things we don't argue about. Clearly he's listening, so I do appreciate that. So instead of saying, oh, that's interesting, what about you know Steffi Graf or other eras or what about the Golden Slam or right. she never won a grand, whatever. Instead of that... She said, well, why do you have to qualify it? And he would, well, what do you mean? Right. You're right. It was NPR. Boom. <laughs> I mean, you, did you just tell never yourself s- that? Because I already knew. Never right. say those no, two I words on up. the podcast. You're right. Yeah, that's on record. I do say that too many times. <laughs> that is on. Once is too many. <laughs> that's on record, baby. It's on record. So, <laughs> so anyway, so she asked him, why do you have to qualify it? And I don't think he understood what she meant because the question is absurd. And so he said, well, no, if she was on the men's tour, she'd be 700 in the world. And then all hell broke loose. And the first thing I thought exactly what you just said, he's got a book. Right. Yep. Now, so not only... Which he probably doesn't even address that in the book. At all. No. Uh, 
Yeah. But not only, right, exactly. I, I, that's funny because now everybody's like, oh, I got to see what he says right. about women's tennis. <laughs> Nothing. Just talking about cussing on court. Um, the first thing I thought, though, was, yeah, it's for the book, of course. But then I went to the next level. I said, you know what? He probably told that interviewer to ask that series of questions so he could be an asshole. Right. Or, or be perceived as an asshole, yeah. not, you know, uh, and then start this whole firestorm because it got like insane. Oh, yeah. It was stupid. I mean, not like TMZ kind of like, you know, uh, Jersey Shore kind of insane. I mean, in as insane as tennis can get when nobody in this country gives a shit about it. <laughs> so let's be fair. Uh, it kind of, you know. Two minutes on Sports Center is insane for tennis. Yeah, it is done, <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So, so the first thing I want to do in talking about this issue because I do think we need to talk about it, it's a tennis podcast. If they can talk about it on Mike and Mike, then certainly we can talk about it. So the first thing I want to do is say, you know what? Let's see just where the person who's seven hundred and one in the world would be on the UTR. Right. Dimitri Tersanov. Now, this won't matter. <laughs> this None of this discussion will matter once Wimbledon's over and we find out that my UTR uh, scheme here is a disaster. So if everything on this draw for the women is dead wrong, then none of this stuff about right. UTR matters. Because so, really, outside of them playing and having another battle of the sexes, which that was another conspiracy theory, I thought, yeah. Maybe him and Serena are planning like the type of uh, pay-per-view box office smash of like, <laughs> you know, I would love, right? Like a Pacquiao, you know, or something like that. Maybe they're, they're putting together that behind the scenes and right. all this is going to transpire as she's got a baby. She's yeah. a mom now, that whole angle. And he's going to be the jerk from New York and they're going to do <laughs> the, the Madison you know, Square Garden, the or 20, like the 2018, you know, or 2019 battle of the sexes. It'd be awesome. I'd like to see that. But, well, we'll talk about that later. But anyway, that, that that's another place my mind went. But let's see what the UTR has to say about Dear Serena. So first of all, we are all, raise your hands if you agree. <laughs> I have mine raised, by the way. If you agree that Serena Williams is the best women's tennis player in the history of the game. Oh, well, I can agree with mind. that. I can agree with that. I love Serena. Uh, okay, well, you're looking at me all sideways like you were questioning... <laughs> Like you're really giving us some thought. I didn't think it needed any thought. I think she's the winningest player, and mm. you know, but yeah, I think she's nah, the right. greatest player, well, female who, player. No, you <laughs> you are going against the sisterhood. Unbelievable! How dare you qualify? All right, so she is a thirteen point two nine. So we already established that Rafa is more than three full points ahead of her. Right. Okay. How do we think Rafa would do against Serena? How oh, many points? Very well. How many <laughs> very points? Well. How many points would Serena win? Over or under ten. I think she would do well in actually. Three sets. But Best two out of three sets. Over or under ten points. Points. Mm, I'd probably say under ten, but it would under be, 10 it would be around that. Yeah. Over or under. I I don't know. I honestly I'd like to think she'd go over, but I don't know. Yeah. Okay, estrogen. All right, so estrogen. do not scratch my eyes out. She's trying to scratch my eyes out with the From look the she just gave me. Jesus. All right, so I would say under. Now, yeah. again, listen, here's a whole other aspect of that match that would be tricky is that you never play against the under, 
other gender. And right. so the pressure on him both to not be an asshole and just like crush winners on her. Just, you, know, you see that in mixed doubles. A oh, lot yeah. of times yeah. they're not blasting at the girl. Mm. Um, I don't know about that. We're all standing on our sidelines, like getting mad. The guy's not blasting at the girl. Getting why mad should I, why should I even talk about mixed doubles in any argument? Cause no one cares. <laughs> mixed doubles. People don't even care about mixed doubles. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, uh, yeah, so that's a whole another aspect. So if, if it was just, you know, Two people out there playing for whatever, Wimbledon semis or something, right. and not that she made it to the semis in the men's final <laughs> uh, tournament, but uh, yeah, so uh, you say slightly under, but near 10. You right. say you would hope for over, and who knows? Um, I, I would go for the under for sure, but uh, all right. Well, let's see how far down we can go because uh, the no, – so, a, a guy who's not 700, he's actually... 701. Yeah, 701. And 34 years old. And 34 years old. Now, to be fair, uh, he uh, is a crazy Russian. <laughs> um, and he is on the downside of his, his career. However, uh, he did get inside the top 30, I believe. At Maybe inside the top 20. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. And I think it's hilarious that you could probably look at 7 through 800 and maybe know one or two names. Mm-hmm. And he right. just happens to be 701. Well... Well, right. He's seven oh one. He actually he played in a tournament that I ran a, a few. Uh, actually, it was a challenger level tournament, which the total prize money is fifty k. Usually, the range is from like a hundred to two fifty ish or something like that. And so back before, he was yeah, he was coming up going the other direction, and he was in like the one fifties or something. Uh, now he's going the other direction, um, and he's in the seven hundred seven oh one. And you guess what his UTR might be? So Federer. 16.16, Nadal 16 point, whatever he was. Two five, I think. Mm-hmm. And then Serena, 13.29. Mm-hmm. Where do you think, dear Dimitri? I would assume low 15s or maybe high 14s. I was going to say 14s. 14.74. There you go. <laughs> so, which you said low 15s. Or high 14s. Yeah, I thought he was around that. Yeah. So you, you just threw out as many possible <laughs> combinations and you're going to be right. But that's a bigger. That's still a pretty big range from mm-hmm. number one to number seven hundred. Right. So that's a, so according to Johnny Mac, she would not beat Tersonoff. Right. Right. And I'm telling you, he's a smaller guy, but he hits the shit out of the he ball. Hits yeah. It really hard. Oh, he's always had a huge right. forehand. Yeah. Which is why he had back problems or something. He had some kind of problems. I don't know. But uh, when I said that's probably not a legitimate seven hundred because no, he it was is so good. Well, it is now, but I mean, he was so good. Well, they all are. Yeah. They all are. But I mean, he got to number thirty. Is what I mean. There's a lot of guys in 700 that are never going to be in the top 500. Yeah. That's true. That's true. So he's probably got a higher... But I still think he'd beat her right now. Oh, yeah, he's yeah. clearly... At, unless he hurt himself, which is possible. But I mean, his UTR might be a little <laughs> bit, a little bit higher. Pregnancy his UTR is power. might be a little higher. Yeah, again, of course, I don't mean right now with a pregnancy. <laughs> I don't know. I've so 700 pain. in the world is 1474. Well, guess what? The guy that's right above him is also going to be right in right. that range. So, I mean, you're you're talking about, you know... Well, the rankings only go to what, maybe 1,200, They used to go to 1,500. I don't know what they go to now. You know how I know they go to 1,500? <laughs> <laughs> I don't, oh, we're out of time, guys. Sorry. Truly. Right, fine, fine. I won't tell I won't you, tell can you tell they that don't, I was 1,100. They don't know. I won't tell you I was 1,180 in the world in doubles. <laughs> I certainly won't tell you why or how, but yes. I will. All right, so Terzanoff, 1,474. Outside of hurting himself physically, I think he would absolutely destroy, I mean, Destroy not to the level of Nadal, right? But it still would be still six oh six oh. She would not have a chance, mm. no chance. I don't agree. 
I don't know about that. <laughs> oh my god, that's what we knew was going to happen. Right. All right. It's so it's not a woman thing either. It's, it's a Serena. No, thing. I. There's one thing about Serena that I will say. To me, there's. I don't care who you are. There is going to be some kind of mental level intimidation playing that's Serena. A, yes. Excellent point. So yes. Nadal. You can't say Serena or Nadal is better. They're right. both elite yes. in terms of emotional and mental control. They're psychics? No. <laughs> so controlling their emotions on the court, fighting, all those kinds of things. And you're right. Sometimes the thing that separates these players that are in the 700s or 600s or 500s is not their – because you could watch Federer and one of these people hit if you didn't know who Federer was and watch him warm up, and you're not going to tell a whole hell of a right. lot of difference. But obviously dealing with pressure – tactics all those different things and the experience that serena has she's going to have a tremendous amount of experience compared to uh not dimitri because he's top right. 30 but whoever the 702 guy yeah, is somebody's never played in front of 50 people right it's out in the challenger circuit just yeah. you know losing money trying to trying to make it um playing mixed doubles anywhere yeah. he gets a chance Go ahead. You got something. <laughs> I do have something. Oh, and, God. And it's it's probably silly, but... It is. Having having played the ridiculous mixed leagues that we do play, right. um, I am I can hit hard. Corey knows that. Mm-hmm. But I cannot hit compared to most of the guys that we play. But most of the time, I can beat them because they're so concerned about being beaten by a woman that they overhit. They do all sorts. Is they it, get mental. Is it beaten by a woman or you? Because I, I bet you come out just throwing darts with the eyeballs. But I think and, what she's saying, there I, is a little psychological element that we've never seen. Right. I feel it's when hard. I play and when I watch mixed, now, to I be, know. To be fair, they're not playing anywhere near the level of pressure that these, because these people are playing in front of crowds Absolutely. of other countries that Absolutely. hate them during Davis Cup or whatever. So, right. It's but, different, but it, But, not. no, you're right. There is that element of a male playing a female that, that's going to be tricky for the guy. Right. Um, yeah. well, if, if Kobe played, or not Kobe, LeBron played Michael Jordan tomorrow for $10 million, I bet it would be closer than you would think just because yep. it's Michael Jordan. There's going to be some nerves there and playing mm-hmm. in front of people. No, no, everybody knows LeBron is way better than Jordan. Oh, God, don't but, start that argument. <laughs> Nobody cares. But this is the weakest era in men's basketball in the history. Of, no, I don't know. I don't know anything about basketball. Just, no, I'm just saying, like, yeah. my there is argument. a psychological component that yeah. will come in if you're playing somebody that amazing, mm-hmm. even if they're not that level anymore. Right. Or not to your level. Right. Well, let's, let, let's go a little further. Let's go a little deeper <laughs> and see maybe where we might be able to find a place for Serena. So outside of the top 700, and, th- and this is still somebody who will very likely be ranked above 700 at some point in his career. Right. But how about the Division One singles champ? So in college tennis, you have a team championship, and then right after that, you have a singles and a doubles, where it's two separate tournaments, and you know it's for singles and doubles. And mm-hmm. so the guy that won the singles championship from the University of Virginia, uh, Ty. Quiet Kowski, I think that's how you say it. Pretty good. It's yeah. Pretty good. Uh, his UTR is higher than Tersonall's. He's a fourteen point eight zero. Which I would, I could see that. I would think a Division One champion would probably beat. Yeah, because they're hundred potentially yeah. on their way to trying to be right. pro. And yeah. where are they going to start? Because Steve Johnson's top fifty, the eight hundreds, yeah. the seven hundreds, right. right? He's top thirty. Okay. Yeah. Well, how about mm-hmm. this? The Division Two men's singles champion. I'm sorry, they don't have a singles champion because uh, they don't. They Division Two only does a team championship. Oh, really? They, I they, didn't know that. Right, they don't have a singles and a doubles. So, but this is the the number one ranked right. singles player based oh, on 
the NCAA's ranking system, which is actually not a bad. It's better than it doesn't matter what it is. <laughs> that player, Oliver Frank from Azusa Pacific. Ooh. Yeah, California. Mm-hmm. 13.85. Still higher than Serena. That's right. Now, to be fair, that's still a scholarship athlete. Right. Because mm-hmm. Division Two has, he very well has a full scholarship to Azusa Pacific. And obviously is good enough to play Division One if he's winning the Division Two National Championship, or ranked number one. Yeah, you, yeah, certainly. I mean, obviously, the guy that won it is the best player right. in Division One, so he doesn't have to be the best to be in Division One, but certainly he could play, yeah. So he's a scholarship athlete and has the ability to get free money to go play college right. tennis. You know who doesn't have free money to go play college tennis? The, the level that I played, Division Three. Division Three <laughs> Didn't get a dime. Division For all my wins. So the Division Three national champ, because they do have a singles tournament as well, Lubomir Cuba mm. from Middlebury up in the Northeast, higher or lower than Serena? <laughs> She's losing all faith in this UTR. <laughs> She's done with it after today. Serena's a 13.29. I don't know. I'm going to guess it's probably higher. Lubomir Cuba, 13.37. Yep. Now, I've seen him play. I've mm-hmm. never seen Serena play live. Right. To be fair. And TV is different than live. It's very different. Now, with that being said, it does seem a far stretch that a division one guy a division three guy player could beat the best player in the history of the women's right. game. Yeah, I don't I wouldn't see that happening. But again, I well I, I haven't seen this guy. So well, I'll know. tell you this. Why don't we wait and to see in two weeks and see what this draw looks like with the women and see if it's a disaster, right? Or if Wozniacki wins. But uh, again, uh, well, yeah. But listen, <laughs> if Wozniacki's in the finals, mm-hmm. even if she loses, that yeah, she's. I still think friend. it's pretty. Yeah, I mean, I still think we're pretty. We're pretty and good I there. Think she has a good chance. Yeah. Why not? Why not? So. So what you're saying is, Serena would be a very good Division One. Or Division Three men's player. So I've got a chance, is what you're saying. So you've got a chance. Is if you identify. Now here, listen. <laughs> all right. So we did all that, but let me end it with saying this. It's still a dumb question in a dumb debate. Right. Now, Agreed. Rebecca's looking at us <laughs> because we're boys, and boys are stupid, and boys do st- that already. And boys do stupid shit like argue. Could Serena beat whoever on the right. men's side? Who cares? Well, dumb boys care. Yeah. And here's why. True. And here's why. Not because we're sexist. Whether we may, may be or may, we, I don't <laughs> know. That's to be determined. You go back and listen to the rest of the podcast, <laughs> you tell me. However, it's not sexism. It's, that's not where this whole argument comes from. Because if it is sexism, then I guess I'm also an era-ism. Because what are we arguing? Right. Pete Sampras and Federer. Yeah. Rod Laver and... Another- unanswerable argument another unanswerable question that doesn't mean anything right but they're two dudes but i'm just anti-1950s <laughs> right yeah or whatever these people i can't remember when the 70s yeah. yeah 60s when you know rod labor was really mm-hmm. it gets better how about i'm sportist <laughs> because we argue about who's the better athlete a tennis player or a soccer player right a wide receiver or a point guard or you know what if they play okay how about maybe I'm anti-Tom Arnold? The actor? So, sort of. 
<laughs> the actor? How about I'm anti-Tom Arnold because you know what I watched the other day? Hopefully it was True Lies. True Lies. <laughs> that was a great movie. Yeah, there you go. Amazing movie. No, Battle of the Network I Stars. Oh my God, I it's did not see that. I did watch baby. that. It was actually And what great. are we doing? We're watching sitcom children versus sitcom parents right. battle it out with canoes and right. whatever else which is going to prove nothing which is an entire show based on the stupid idea of different groups competing against each other right i mean we did this with ronda rousey yeah. which goes but that doesn't really prove my point because that was because she beat up guys and until she got her ass kicked by a girl i guess we kind of changed our mind we stopped asking that question how about this are you anti-shark absolutely not <laughs> He likes sharks. Have you ever seen the team? You probably haven't because you're a girl. We're boys. We're dumb. But like the na- some one of the nature shows has like these hypothetical. They used to have this whole series. It was a series. <laughs> yeah. I think it was only one season because whatever. They went through all the animals they go through. But, <laughs> you know, they would have bear versus shark. Oh, how I saw rid- this. How yeah. stupid right. are boys? How stupid are we? Can a bit- and wait a minute. It gets better. When we hang up from this podcast, I know it's not a phone call, but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> We're me and Corey are going to argue about. I got shark, <laughs> but you got to give me at least two and a half feet of water. I got bear. All right. <laughs> See, I don't get into that debate. But you know, you, but, but that's the same. It's concept. just it's exactly the same concept, and it's just stupid. But what I told him is, but why it, people like those debates is because you can't win or lose that debate yeah. because it's never going to happen. It's never going to happen. Well, you can't win or lose it, but it is fun. And the only way it becomes not fun is when these nutbags start art yelling it. You know. McEnroe because he misinterpreted a question or yeah. didn't because he's selling books either way and then answered a question you know what he did he answered a question with a of fact right she would not be able to compete at professional men's tennis and guess what she probably doesn't care right nor does she want to she's made more than 95 percent of the men's players, exactly. Anyway. exactly exactly yeah ask ask the number 700 player in the world um how much he lost this year. <laughs> right. And then as Serena, either if you can get her, I don't know if she's in her house in Paris or she's in her house in California or in a private jet right. or in New York, you know. So, of course. And the level of tennis and the competition and the drama and all the stuff that goes with what she does every day is a million times more compelling than, you know, a qualifier for a challenger level tournament between 600 and 700 in the, in the world right. on the men's side. Now, I'm not saying I don't appreciate what they do. I don't, you know, of course I do. But it's a dumb debate, but we have to face the fact. Boys are dumb. And we're going to keep. <laughs> I didn't say it. We're going to keep having the debate. Yeah. So, bear or shark? Until Battle of the Sexes 2. <laughs> Battles, yeah. So, all right. All right. So, uh, I think we solved the problem. I think we addressed that issue head on. And, uh, and I hope that that topic and that question continues because I don't care. <laughs> it's not a, it's not a sexist. It's not against anybody. All right. A bit of a. <laughs> Wozniacki, uh, according to hey, them. Hey, Kvitova was number two on the UTR, so you're kind of saying the UTR is a little bit accurate. Oh, there you at go. Least. So. All right. Well, listen, if you're out there listening and uh, you have any friends whatsoever. Invite them to unlikely. come listen to us. And listen, have them go to iTunes, subscribe so they don't have to do anything. It'll just download automatically on their phone. And if you never listen, you'll just have thousands of, of podcasts backed up. Do what Rebecca did. Just download it and don't listen to it. Exactly. Just, <laughs> oh, I listen to it. If you're in Hawaii out there. I'm just kidding. If anybody is in Hawaii, you don't have to listen right now. Right. Get off the beach. Wait till you're in the airport and then tune in. 
Tell your friends. Also, rate and review. Again, I don't know what that does, but I hear other podcasts that are way more popular and actually, <laughs> frankly, better um, than ours, and they always talk about rating and reviewing, okay. and apparently it's a good thing. Now, if you're going to rate it and review it crappy, just stay off your damn phone. <laughs> just stay off your phone. Rate and review. Give it all the stars that it's allowed. Um, five, I think, probably, <laughs> is what most, most things on the internet go for. Yes. And, um, and yeah, spread the word. Do all your social media nonsense. You know, share it and tweet it and all the other stuff, whatever else you do. So, all right, guys. I'm glad the whole crew is back. I'm excited. I can smell the suntan oil on you. <laughs> and I'm jealous, but I'm glad you're back. I think maybe next time we'll talk about Hawaii. How about that? Awesome. I'll rub the coconuts all over me again. Oh, dear Lord. <laughs> That's that's a tease for next episode. How about that's a <laughs> private podcast? That, uh, all right. All right. Well, listen, uh, thanks for uh, joining the revolution. Bye, guys. Aloha. Call me Maria. Bye. <laughs>